lot of people think that you know energy healing and tarot cards and oracle cards it's all woo woo stuff it's difficult collecting the evidence just let me correct i'm still christian are you see it's more than believing in god yeah you see i believe you know any sort of religion it's a way of life light language that i speak is channeled language from source where do you learn this language yeah unbuckled unbuckled discussion unbuckled discussions this is unbuckled discussions unbuckled discussions unbuckled discussions unbuckled discussions welcome to unbuckled discussions This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, and soon to be all other podcasting platforms. For more of me, please follow the Unbuckled Experience on Instagram. So, how are you, Ellen? Very, very well, Neil. How are you today? I'm, I'm yeah, started off a little bit stressed, but great now. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. easy to get stressed, isn't it, with all those external things when you've got a bit of a time frame to go to? Exactly, yes. Yeah. And all these like um, little gadgets and so on. I, I find the gadgets make me stressed, to be honest, because I'm not very savvy at using them or learning i'm still learning so oh. yeah when there's a technical problem with computers like it I've, yeah it, it easily makes me stressed but mm. just breathe relax and okay yeah. and so what techniques do you use for for de-stressing mm, i sing a just, song that makes yeah. me comfortable i guess in my head i don't have enough techniques my one friend who's a primary school teacher told me i should uh just trace out my hand and count as one technique. I should, you know, but I don't. I don't actively do anything actually when I get stressed. I just try and solve the problem. Okay. Do you recommend any techniques? Yeah, I've got lots of different techniques to um, to manage stress. So the first one is to recognise that you are feeling stressed, yep. or that you're under some sort of time pressure. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you just mentioned take a deep breath. That's the best place to start because while you're focused on your breathing, you get out of your head really, really quickly. Yeah. So after you take a deep breath, I recommend that you look at something in your environment. You just set another one, your hand, mm -hmm. but something in nature is really wonderful. Yeah? Feel your feet, feel your toes and your shoes. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Anything that gets you out of your head long enough for you to reset. Yeah? Because you see, life is an inside job, but we get so busy mm -hmm. with all the external stuff. Yeah? And it's the external stuff that can continue to stress us when we're not calm on the inside. Okay. Yeah, so anything that calms you down, if thinking of the beach or, you know, going up into a mountain or just walking through a rose garden, just Saying, visualize that. Okay. Yeah. Visualizing those, those activities that calm me down. That's exactly right. Yeah, and being on the beach or being in the rainforest is not like when I am just overwhelmed with stress, mm. the first thing I do is go for a walk in the rainforest. Mm. So just visualizing that actually. Yeah, oh, because yeah. because you connected to your spirit self is like a rainforest, mm -hmm. right? So this is all about connecting to you. And so what we see around us that we really, really love is how we feel at the deepest inner soul part of our being. You know what that feels like when you're in the forest, calm and it's just like yeah, awesome right yeah exactly it's awe it sounds mm. like something i heard um somebody talk about uh, yogic sciences relates to like separating i mean realizing the connection of your mind to mm. everything else around you that's right and it is it's just our mind yeah and when we're out of our mind 
we can actually deliberately create calmness, joy, harmony, love, whatever emotion is that we really want to feel. And this is how we manifest as well, by deliberately feeling as though we've got, you know, the world at our feet, mm -hmm. that we've got everything that we need, feeling that actually generates abundance in its physical form. Okay. So if you can't generate that feeling first, you'll never have peace of mind. You'll never ha experience true joy. Mm -hmm. No matter what you're doing. No matter what you're doing. When do you think um, you mastered, I'm not saying you have, but when do you think you had a good grasp of this? I'm glad you said that I haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when do you think you had a good grasp of that notion or, yeah. and um, with yourself? All right, so I've done lots of spiritual activities and practices over the years. And what I've noticed is that we think we've got it and mm -hmm. then there's another depth to it, another layer, yeah. another level of prof how profound it can be. So um, when did I start feeling peaceful, deliberately creating that for myself? It was mm. probably 20 years ago. and But it's just gotten deeper and... Um, you know, you don't have to create it because that's your, you've, it's becoming my state of being. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been my, my intention always to bring peace, love and joy wherever I am. Just in the last 20 years or prior to the last 20 years as well? Oh, before the, the first 20 years, I was pretty much in the land of doing rather than the land of being. You know, I had a busy job working as a registered nurse for 25 years. I had two children. Um, I had two businesses. One was a home care service. The other was a nursing employment agency. So from my 20s to my 40s, they were like pretty busy. And um, yeah, so, and, but it was through all of my nursing work and caring for palliative people where I really started to learn um, the concept of being peaceful no matter what. You can be really sick, you can be dying, but you can be very peaceful. So that sort of started for me in about 1991 when I started dedicating my service to people who are ready, getting ready to pass over. Oh, okay. So that taught me lots and lots of lessons. And I had two young children at that time. Well, I didn't have any children when I first started it, but mm -hmm. then I did have two children. So, True. Yeah. Um, so, sorry to go off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. So, so in your childhood, um, in your earlier years, were you like were you raised of any particular faith? Were you raised Christian or? Yeah, so raised Christian. Mm -hmm. um, I've got four siblings, and my mum was a very um, uh, strict Catholic. Yeah, so we would go to church every weekend, mm -hmm. and you know, sing in the choir. We went yep. to Catholic school, and. Um, so I think all of that taught me as well that, you know, kindness is the way, love yeah. and kindness. So yeah. you think, feel like you got a lot of your ethics from, from that? From my parents. From your parents, But yeah. also from, uh, from my faith, yeah. yeah. And did, was there a distinct, like now that, what, what, oh wait, before I continue, <laughs> yeah. what is, um, is this, is this a belief system? Is this a religion? Is it a, like, what, what would you label this as? This is none of the above. Yep. This is an opportunity to, um, so what I do here is that I do energy healing work um, and I use crystals and I use sound okay. to actually shift people out of a stress state of being or a disease state. 
And so I suppose it's some sort of a, a health and well-being practice. Um, uh, you know, I bring spiritual practice into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hold retreats where we do a whole day of meditation and healing. Yeah. Um, but meditation, like no, no particular faith or anything, just focusing on yourself. Yes, focusing on yourself, because that's all we have, right, is yeah. ourself. And it's our one constant throughout our entire life. Yeah. True, can't argue with that. So, um, like, when you started to understand this, I'll get to how you started to understand mm. energy healing and all of the above. Um, did you drift away from the Abrahamic faith? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I certainly did. And my mum used to say to me, Helen, have you been to church this week? Yeah. <laughs> and I would say, Mum, no, I haven't. And it's yeah. okay because it doesn't matter where I am, I can talk to God. I can create, I can talk to the source of all being anytime I choose, you know. Yeah, you don't have to be in a building that's been designated yeah. for. And that's actually, that's who I am and that's who you are. We're all created from the source of all that is. So it's essentially having an existential conversation with yourself you mm-hmm. know and a lot of that prayer is about asking for something and giving thanks are you saying that god is within every one of us absolutely like as in he's not and like a separate being he's no. he's inside of us yeah. yeah i've heard that explanation before so mm. so then do you believe sorry uh, do you believe in in what's defined in the bible as god or the quran or the torah do you believe in that god that See? they talk of I, I believe that there are people that have worked, walked this earth that have been excellent role models. And I think. The prophets you're talking about. Yes. Yep, okay. That's right. Or people who lead the way. Yeah. And I think the books and the reverence is for those people who've shown us a different way of being for us to connect more to ourselves. Does that okay. make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I've often thought of it like that, to be honest. Yeah, so the Bible, we talk about all these people. They were people like you, like me. You know, there are congregations all over the place of religious faith, but there are also congregations of spiritual people, congregations of men getting together to, to better themselves, you know, to, to do good things in the community. You know, I think that's the same thing as being written about in the Bible. Yeah, no, I, um, that makes sense to me. So you don't think that God dictated his words to those people? You just think they were of a higher knowledge at the time? Um, you see, we're all, we can all be connected to the source of everything whenever we choose. Mm-hmm. When I say the source of anything, you, you've heard people channeling yep. particular um, spirit guides, particular angels, uh, particular people that have passed over, all of those things, yeah? Mm-hmm. So this is when you're connected to your intuition and you're open to the messages. You get those messages in lots of different ways. You get, you know, you can hear the message. Yeah. You can just know the message. Mm-hmm. You can visualize it. Yeah, see, there's like five or six or seven, you know, that's our extra senses, yeah? Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel the messages. Like when I'm doing a healing session, I can tell you where your aches and pains are because I feel you because my whole attention is connecting with you and your higher self for the best outcome for your healing session, yeah? So I think that going back to the Bible, they did. They've probably channeled messages from from other realms, from different dimensions, directly from their higher self. Yep. Yeah. And they perceived it as 
That's right. As a particular god. You know, really. you know um, I, I believe that, you know, way back then, people might have been challenged with, um, you know, um, attraction to another man's wife, you know, and it was like they asked for help. How do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. And the message was, don't do it. And then they wrote it in the tablet form as one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, and you see a lot of people these days, they do automatic writing. So they open up their spiritual channel and the words just flow. They pick up their pen and the words just flow. So, you know, the person who wrote the Bible could have been doing the automatic flowing of writing or the Quran or whichever. Yeah, you don't don't, um, uh, see, see each of those Abrahamic faiths any differently to each other? No, I I think it's all the same. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just a different variation depending upon which country you were yeah. brought up in, really. Yeah, I like yeah. that. One second, let me just make yeah. sure. Do you um think that um when you were Christian, did you have a different opinion about Islam or Judaism? Just let me correct. I'm still Christian. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't go to church and I don't do all of that. But, you know, a Christian is somebody who I believe, um, uh, see, it's more than believing in God. Yeah. You see, I believe, you know, any sort of religion, it's a way of life. Yeah. So um, I've explored all the religions, you know. I've got okay. a big Buddha that sits at my front door. Yeah. Um, uh I don't think one is better than another. You know, we all get to choose. You see, what makes us human is that we can choose. Yes. Yeah? And so you can choose whatever you want to believe. Is it the truth? It's the truth for you. And if it's the truth for you, if I'm being a respectful, honourable, unconditionally Mm -hmm. loving person, I will just appreciate that for you. Yep. Yeah, I don't have to have a different opinion that I voice, yeah, or make derogatory remarks, or even encourage you in any any form. When we're really at peace, everything can just be the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And that'll if, if everybody thought like that, that would solve a lot of <laughs> a lot of <laughs> conflicts in the world. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of. I mean. I've, there's a lot of people of each Abrahamic faith and other religions that would disagree with that mm-hmm. and think that their religion is the only way and they would they would say a person that believes in energy healing mm-hmm. isn't a true Christian mm-hmm. and I'm not saying those people are right because it actually says in each book that it's not their job to judge mm. you know that's right <laughs> but a lot of people forget to read that part about it but um, so have you encountered any backlash like that from Christian people or any other faith um, a lot of people think that you know energy healing and tarot cards and oracle cards it's all woo woo stuff right yeah. because you know it's difficult collecting the evidence so there are everything is energy in the world yeah okay and sound has a frequency and that's all energy everything mm-hmm. you know this crystal yeah has energy yep yeah, so energy healing is manipulating the energies, changing the frequency of the vibration that surrounds you mm-hmm. to create freedom and 
um, see what happens with our energy. So we've got our physical body and on the outside of our physical body we've got energetic uh, bodies. Mm -hmm. And then outside of that is our aura. You've probably heard of the aura and it can sometimes be green or all these different colours. Yep. You know, that's been around for many, many years but you can take a photo of your aura. Mm -hmm. So, excuse me. So when I do the energy healing, um, when I'm just using crystals and the bowls, it disrupts the energy field mm -hmm. around you and in you. Okay. And helps release stuff that no longer serves you. Yeah. You let go, you relax, and you just let go of things naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And so with the light language that I speak is channeled language from source. The light language? Yeah. This is the language that you were speaking uh, when I met you last time. That's right. So the light language that I speak speaks directly to your heart and soul. Okay. And it can help transform your DNA. It basically gives your DNA a big washout and okay. gets it back on track, right? Yep. For your best life. Mm -hmm. So that's how I do the healing sessions and the codes. Um, that usually comes through um, as a healing code. And then I can speak your individual soul language. Yeah. And I can speak the next person's individual and soul language. And each language is completely different? Um, there are similarities, but they can sound very, very different, yeah. And well, where do you learn this language? I don't learn it. I open myself up to be of best service I can be to you. Yeah. And then that language comes through me to help heal you. Okay. Heal your energies, right? Yeah. Get to get you back into alignment to okay. your true north for you to be your most authentic being, yeah? Free of disease, free of stress, free of drama, free of all of those old beliefs. Mm -hmm. You know, what we believe actually creates your reality. Yeah. You've probably heard that a million yeah. times. I, I yeah, I think actually almost every single belief system that I've heard says that in one way or another. Mm -hmm. That what you say, what you think, what you put out there is what you get in the end. That's right. Like you, you manifest it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's something that everybody collectively agrees on but sorry to interrupt Continue. no no not at all yeah not interrupting oh, okay. <laughs> so um, the the majority of beliefs that have us doing crazy sort of stuff or yeah. limited in life were created when we were children and those beliefs were created based on fear at some stage yeah so they're the limiting negative beliefs that we have yeah and some people are 30 40 50 60 70 80 years old and they're still they're still operating their life through those limiting beliefs they created as a child. Yeah, okay. you, all of these people having all this chaos in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be that way. And that's where the energy healing actually transforms all of that old stuff very, very quickly. Old stuff as in, as in um, beliefs that their parents taught them when they were a child or beliefs that they created themselves when they were a child? A bit of both really, but more so what they thought about life. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. And a scared five-year-old becomes yeah. a scared adult. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah, definitely. I've got a lot of friends who are going through trouble in their life, mm. um, and yeah, I think it, it stems from how they grew up and what they were told by their parents. 
they were told they were like insulted by their parents constantly, you know what I mean? And then they're always looking for approval when they're adults. That's and exactly I, right. And I've tried to help, but I've realized as I've tried to help that I'm very incapable of helping <laughs> <laughs> because I just make it worse most of the time. Because I've got like a, generally I've got a very hard mentality, suck it up, push on, hmm. you'll be fine. Just keep thinking ah. positively and go, but it doesn't work. It doesn't Just work. That's like icing on a mud pie, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's still a mud pie. <laughs> I've realized that. I've realized that. Yes. I, um, I've so the energy healing, mm -hmm. it clears the mud pie. Yeah. Yeah? It brings it back to clarity. Do you, have you ever uh, had a customer that you want to help heal? I doubt this has ever happened because people would come to you to be helped because they're mm -hmm. in trouble. But have you ever come to somebody and, and found out that they're already aligned? Like, is, is, it, is it possible that somebody is already on the right track? Oh, look, lots of people are on the right track. It's not for people who are down and out. This is for everybody who wants to have a magnificent life, right? Yeah. And you've got to start somewhere. Some okay. people have been doing lots of other things, and then they come to me, and they're well and truly down their spiritual and their healing path. Yeah, but this just amplifies it and gets it done a whole lot quicker. Okay, so you think everybody, even if they feel like everything in their life is a-okay, they're not stressed, they've, they, they exercise, they breathe, they maybe meditate, they mm -hmm. do all of the above to make them feel calm, you think they could even benefit from oh, something like this? Absolutely they can, okay. yeah. So, so many people have said to me, my life has just skyrocketed, I thought it was good, and yeah. it's just skyrocketed, yeah. yeah. And I've just cleared a whole heap of stuff I had no idea I was, I was even holding on to. Yeah. That's what they say. It's like, okay. wow. Yeah. Mm. Did, did you have an experience where somebody helped you that like made you realize that this is the way? Mm. Was it a turning point? Did you read about it? Or? Oh, look, I've been reading energy, you know, esoteric books and things. I've come, you know, I've got countless bookcases full of esoteric books. I've always had an interest, mm -hmm. you know, from my teenage years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I've not always just followed the one path. Like in nursing, I, I could see that, you know, a lot of people coming in, um, you know, with chronic diseases. Yep. Well, why do they have a chronic disease? I started asking myself. Yep. All those years ago. Mm -hmm. And so as the years have evolved, I've become more clear in, you know, how we generate disease in the first place. From my understanding, don't you think it's just an unnatural lifestyle? Lots of processed foods, not getting enough sun, like being exposed to too much like unnatural things, digital, you know what I mean? Like, like for example, a shark in its natural environment that mm. eats its natural food doesn't get cancer. But mm. if you put it in a, um, in a fish tank and feed it Twinkies or something really processed constantly, then it's, it's probably going to get long, sick. Right? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. So don't you think disease is like just simply caused by living an unnatural life and eating all the foods that's been sold to us in a package? I don't think it's that simple. You don't? I, okay. I think that amplifies mm -hmm. the opportunity for yep. disease yep. by not treating your body well, Okay. by not putting the right food in, yep. not drinking the right things, too much alcohol, too much tobacco, too much drugs, you know. Yep. Um, but any sort of unhealthy behavior, being stressed is an unhealthy behavior. Yeah. So if you're not taking, not taking care of your moods and managing your emotions, yeah. if you're not communicating effectively, you're holding all of that stuck energy in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you whether think... you're eating the good food or not, and you're carrying around all this 
drama, all this stress in your body, you're still going to get sick. Yeah. Because it's your energy field that it's like a little, um, say, uh, a net mm -hmm. for catching butterflies, right? Yep. So the net is all the air goes through mm -hmm. until we've been having this one thought, you know, the thought that goes in our heads over and over again. And then it's no longer um, free air. Yeah. It starts to get a bit murky. Yeah. Yeah. So now it starts to cling to the net a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as we keep doing that, it just builds up. Yeah. And so suddenly we now have this brick wall and we can't see life any other way because that's our solid belief that that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot of people who that's their opinion of what it is. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And so while that's there, the good air can't come through. Mm -hmm. The energy exchange is not happening because now you've got a brick wall. Whereas yeah. before you had this beautiful flow of ions, you yeah. know, all around our body. Beautiful, fresh air, you know, the sunshine. Sunshine can't get through the brick wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can put all of this stuff in and try and detox and do yeah. your bit. But you still, if you're not taking care of the brick wall, which is our emotions and our, our thoughts, Mm -hmm. and our, and our, um, our belief systems. Yeah. Yeah. It'll suck you down. It sucks you down. You know, a lot of people, I'm sure, yeah. that do the right thing. They eat, they, uh, they eat well, mm -hmm. they exercise. Some people exercise way too much, right? Because they, yeah. yeah, they're driven to do it to, to, um, for a reason rather than enjoyment. Yeah. If you're doing it for enjoyment, it's going to be a whole lot better for your body. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you're, you want to do it mm -hmm. but so many people it's that discipline thing oh i have to i have to yeah they make it a chore or something they hate yeah mm. but it's in order to get something else it should never be in order to get anything else even if you're a, a bodybuilder or a sprinter or something like mm. that oh that's different you know um but they st they still have to manage their emotions they have to yeah. manage their energy yeah. Yeah. So it applies yeah. to everybody, but it, you know, depending upon what you use your body for, really. Oh, okay. Um, on that note, sorry, um, mm. I'm, this is the first time I've used this. So could you just check? Is it still? Yeah, it is still on. Could you just angle it up a bit? Yeah. I think it'll be fine anyway. I think I'm worrying too That's much okay. about it because it's a pretty good <laughs> microphone. But um, so one question I want to ask before I forget. Mm. So you, you do. What are the bowls called, sorry? So they're crystal singing bowls. Crystal Would you like me to play one for you? Sure, in a, in a moment. In a moment, though, yeah. yeah. So I just want to go over, so you do the singing bowls? Yes. The tarot cards? Uh, yes, I don't do tarot, I do oracle cards. Oracle cards. But I mostly do intuitive um, readings. So intuitive reading is where I tap into your energy, I tap into the source of all that is. Okay. You ask a question and then the answer comes out. Okay, so that's yeah. oracle cards. They're oracle cards. And yeah. these are? That's oracle cards as well. Okay. The, these are ascended master cards. So, um, you know, this is for you to connect to the guides. So if you're looking for um, guidance, yep. dealing with an issue, mm -hmm. um, we can choose a card. Okay, yeah, and, sure. And the card, um, then you can actually ask these ascended masters, these are the people we were talking about earlier, yep. you know, from the Bible, from the Quran, from India, from all the different religions, etc. Yeah. Yeah. These are the people that we believe um, 
were the gods and goddesses of the day. Okay. Yeah. Are these titled with the same names as all those prophets? And some of them are, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. So just choose a card. I do yeah. a look at it. Did um, Did you ask a little question beforehand? Oh no, I didn't. You don't. Doesn't matter. Oh, so okay. this would be just a life journey. So okay. this is purification. Um, yep. White Tara. That's a Hindu goddess. It's a Hindu goddess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I'm just going to ask what the little message is uh, regarding from White Tara for you. So uh, White Tara says to you, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't worry so much. Just have joy and everything works out. Because okay. when we're just uh, going about our business and enjoying it, mm. everything works out. Okay. But when we're focusing on, oh, I better do this, I better do that, I should have and could have, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I'm going to be late, oh, you know, all yeah. of that sort of stuff. That's when more things, because the energy of that is a sticky energy mm -hmm. and it creates more of that stress and drama. Yep. So when you just being joyful and purification purification is like purifying your thoughts okay. purifying your energy yep yeah not so much your food or anything else this is about purifying your energy yep okay yeah. i'll give you a little healing session when we're finished okay or thank before you. we finish um, yeah. and uh, just to just before we go on for the listeners mm -hmm. that language you're speaking that is that's light language light that, language that, yeah so that's me sort of clearing this energy field okay. of our physical representation here yep and connecting to the source of all that is yeah okay hmm. um, and so then i just connected to white tara okay so and that was her message for you, yeah. Okay, thank mm. you. So I will um, ask a, a question now. So yeah, think of a question that you'd like to mm -hmm. ask and have an answer to. And um, let's see which of the Ascended Masters can help you with that. Yeah, turn it over, yeah. Flow mm. of prosperity, yeah. This is Lakshmi, this is another Hindu yes. goddess, yeah. Mm. So, flow of prosperity. Mm. So open your mind as to where all the revenue sources are for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And already feel yourself as being prosperous and in flow full of abundance, right? So you can continue your journey around the world and, you know, be the intrepid traveler and the explorer, right? Yep. And really learn, because that's what this journey is all about for you, right? Yep. Yeah, it's learning about life. It's learning about cultures, people, countries. Yeah, that's exactly the reason I'm doing the podcast. Mm. Yeah, for sure, and the channel, to be honest. Yeah. And so... It's as the, and you're on the right path. This is your flow of prosperity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How excited do you feel when you're doing this? Like, does it make you feel really good? Do you feel as though you're doing the wrong thing? When, when you're I'm doing, doing the channel? Yeah. Oh, no, I feel like yeah. I'm exactly where I should be. Yeah. So that's flow. Yep. Whenever you're feeling the flow. Yep. You'll be prosperous. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You'll be either prosperous with the, the peace of mind or prosperous with um, material things, yep. uh, your relationships, mm -hmm. yeah. But prosperity is always in flow. 
Okay. Yeah. So always when I'm feeling, when you say flow, you mean when I'm feeling like I'm loving it and it's not difficult. I that's right. It's easy. Going. It's just yeah. joyful. Yeah. 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 So they, that's the right path. That yeah. is the flow of prosperity. That's the, uh, the flow of life. Yeah. Yeah. The one free of barriers mm -hmm. and speed bumps and road bumps. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thank you. So, yeah, you just need to feel this, you okay. know, and when you start feeling, oh, it's all too much. Oh, yeah. damn it, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> that's when you need to go, actually, you know what? You go back to your why, why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Think of your why, and then that'll automatically fill your heart, right? Yep. It'll fill your body, it'll help you create that feeling. Yep. And every time you create that feeling, that's the energy. You're yep. clearing out your own energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, I'll try and apply it and see 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 how it helps me. But I that, that I, you either I, will or you won't. Yep. You see, and I think that you will because you are committed. Yes, you, I. You have a very strong intention, right? Oh yeah, about things I enjoy. Yeah. But unfortunately, I, I one of my negative qualities I think is I make a lot of plans that I don't always execute. Okay. Which um. But I'm in the process of changing that because I always feel. So tell me why you need to make plans. Because when you're in the flow of life, in the flow of prosperity, it's all just there. Life comes to you. Don't need to make plans? No. No, just, just see how it goes. It's not about um, making plans or not making plans. It's being fixed. Yeah. And controlling how it all happens, right? Mm -hmm. When you let go, when you trust that it's all working out, have a plan to do X. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't have to have all the parameters yeah, already predefined. And, and then every time one of those goes array a little bit, you get frustrated, annoyed, you lose the plot. For you example, know? like I was late today and it made me all flustered and so on when I arrived because because yeah. of a few things, yeah. That's right. And then what did I say when you got here? It's really worked out great that you were a yeah. bit late because I had time to talk to Danelle and yeah. we had time, you know, like, yeah. so that's just trusting that everything is always in divine timing. Yeah, understood. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Oracle cards, so just, so, so I've got two Hindu goddesses that came yeah. out, but in there there's, there's Abrahamic prophets. Can we see them all? Yeah. So, so it's Vishnu? Yeah, so these are a lot of, there's white buffalo, Malsadek. Oh, white buffalo Agnes. is a, a Native American goddess. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Lady Nala. Is, this is a... Pallas Athena, Egyptian, Krishna. This is a, a Jewish god? No. European Jewish. Yeah. Lady Nada. Mm -hmm. Okay, so oh, Larion. True. Yeah. So the Oracle cards don't. Kwan Yin. They're about embracing all belief systems. That's right. As yeah. As as like no no one's right or wrong. No. Like everybody is is on the right path. Just a different way of communicating to that group of people. Yeah. See, we have a natural affinity because of our 
upbringing because of what we've read about. Yeah. Some things gel with us and it just feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this particular book is Ascended Masters, but not every oracle is like that. This one's the wisdom of the oracle. Okay. And so, you know, they usually all come with a little book. Yeah. You know, this one says detach from Pallas, um, uh, here, detach from drama, Pallas Athena, right? And then there's a little story there that goes with it to help you understand. Is Pallas Athena a Greek god? Um, yeah, she's Greek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. So you can have a little read of that if you like. Thank you. Pallas Athena is or a... Or you could read, you could read um, White Tara, at the, in a, like you would go to P for um, purification and flow of prosperity. And then usually um, when I'm doing a session, I allow people to have a little read. Yep. Like I share them with them the message that I've received, but it's always good to have a little look in the book. And then I usually get people or uh, ask them whether they'd like to take a photo. Mm -hmm. So then they can remember for themselves because this now is going, oh, every time that you're in your head or, you know, you're making all the plans, you just go, oh, that's right. I can just step into the flow of prosperity. And you ask Lashami for some assistance with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is how we connect to our spirit guides yep. and hand over the trust, have faith. So are these two specific um, uh, White Tara and Lakshmi, are they my spirit, spirit guides or all of them can be at any given point? Okay, so they're not necessarily a guide, but they have, they can be of service to you at any point. Okay. Yeah, we have guides that are, are more closely attached that actually guide us in our lives. Yeah. Yeah? I see. Okay. Yeah? Um, just one second. Yeah. Uh, yeah a quick question. How does all this connect to the singing bowls? The singing bowls. Well, yeah, you could. Yeah, so with the singing bowls, um, so this is one thing, this is the readings, and I don't normally do a reading um, when I'm doing a healing session. Yeah. So um, this is like connecting into other dimensions and um, allowing assistance from other dimensions in your physical life here. Okay. Yeah, because who, I believe that we've all had past lives. You may have lived in the era. Mm -hmm. when they were actually alive. Yep. Yeah? Oh, there may be lots of rememberings for you if you were to sit in meditation with the energy of White Tara. Yep. Yeah? Are you saying I may have lived as in, in a past life? Yes. Oh, okay. You may have, yeah. Yep. With any of these ascended masters, right? Because we've all had multiple lives. Yeah. And we're all one, so we can connect into whatever energy we want to at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> that sounds it's a, a bit grand, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah? a new concept to me. Yeah. But um, so is there any? So there's no connection with the oracle cards, the reading, to the singing bowls, which heal your energy. That's right. So they're they're two separate services that I provide. Yeah, but regardless of the service, do you think yeah. there's any? So, Do you think this is connected to energy so at all? So this is definitely energy, right? But yep. the energy of this... Um, I'm just asking the question. Because I don't want to answer it from my mortal, you know, yep. knowings, etc. I want it to be an authentic answer. Okay. To be the absolute truth. Yep. 
So when we're having a conversation with another human being, there's always an energy transfer. Yep. Yeah. Whether it be positive, heavy, negative, whatever. Yeah. We've just invited a third party to okay. the conversation. By Yeah, by having a reading. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually invited the energy of all these ascended masters. Okay. Yeah. And now these are the ascended masters that have shown themselves to provide assistance for you. These are the two that you chose earlier. Mm -hmm. Purification and flow of prosperity. Yeah, so they're going, hang on, the best thing that you can do for yourself, Neil, if you want to enjoy more of life, is to purify your thoughts and recognize that feeling in you when you feel in flow with life and flow of prosperity. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the messages for you. And so whenever you're not feeling that, yep. you know, you're stressed and you're anxious or you're worried about something or, you know, what you need to do. Ah, I'm going to take three minutes here mm -hmm. and take a deep breath in and wriggle my fingers for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a look to see what's surrounding me. Yep. And I'm going to connect with White Tara. And okay. I'm going to ask White Tara for assistance to help me purify my thoughts. Yep. Okay. And? Anywhere I am. Anywhere you are. Okay. Yeah. And she'll always be available to you. Okay. Yeah? Yep. And then same thing here. Yeah? Mm -hmm. When you go, oh, jeepers, I haven't got enough money. I'd really like to buy that. And go, ah, oh, that's right. I can have everything I want. I'm just going to ask just for myself to step back into the flow of life and go, oh, I'm really grateful for all these things I already have. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's gonna feel like when I have that. And then you generate that feeling and you ask. Do you think um, people- all energy, yeah? Do you think people of, of different religious faiths that might be doing a similar thing that you just explained to me, but they might be trying to connect to Jesus or Allah or Yahweh or Yep, Whichever. Do you think they can achieve the same result as you just explained absolutely. to me? Absolutely, yeah. 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 I, can, I can do that, you know. Jesus is often present with me when I'm doing healing sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. I like and that. And so you can choose to do that. Anybody can choose to yeah. do that. Yeah. I see. But if you don't believe, if you don't have faith, if you don't trust it, mm -hmm. yeah, if you don't trust yourself to connect to light beings, you yeah. know, the truth, and you feel, oh, I can't do that, it's too scary, I might tap into, you know, the dense energies, the dark side of life. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's just all fear-driven stuff. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, I understood. Mm. Um, what, um, sorry, where are... Uh, well, the yeah. bowls. Yeah, you want to do the yeah. singing bowls? So, so this is more um, getting assistance from other energies yeah. available in the universe. Yeah? Okay. Whereas the crystal bowl, it also clears the energy, mm -hmm. but it's with sound. So, so if you just close your eyes and think that you're in the forest,
just letting go of all your stress and worries. So the crystal bowls are really about um, uh, changing the frequency mm -hmm. of the energy around you. Okay. Like try and stop a sound wave. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Did you feel that in your chest? Yeah, I did. It's yeah. very. It, did were you? So I'll making show, it I louder? just this, and then I just oh, do this. Okay, yeah, because it, it really so. amplified. So, and this bowl is tuned to your heart chakra. That's why I asked, did you feel it in your chest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, what I was um, speaking then was light language. To to heal um, your heart. Because we've all had hurts in life, right? 100%. Yeah, so this is... Um, some heart healing for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. You see, we either see life as a loving, joyful thing, or it's hard and we're fearful of what's coming next. Mm -hmm. Yeah? We haven't enjoyed it and now we're wondering, yeah? So which end of the spectrum would you like to be? Closer to love all the time? Or sitting down in fear. Yeah. Because when we're sitting down in fear is when we create all that chaos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all those experiences that we'd prefer not to have. Yeah. And all the disease. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're joyful and loving and life is good and you're eating the right things, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, mm -hmm. there's abundance. Yeah, and it just keeps coming. That's right. Yeah, and you think this is a definite choice? You don't think some people maybe. Like for example. It's a choice, but you see, a lot of people are actually unconscious. They're not conscious of the thoughts that they're actually even having. Yeah, they're not in control of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've just got a monkey mind that's going 300 miles an hour, creating it, and they're living in the past. Mm -hmm. Let me just explain to you what happens when you people live in the past. So, so anyway, before we do that. Yep. So this is throat chakra. This one's crown chakra, and this is third eye. See how dull that is? Yep. Means your crown chakra is a bit blocked. My crown chakra is blocked. And a what bit is, blocked, yeah. What does what crown chakra refer to? Your, oh, my head. Your head. That's allowing okay. your intuition and the wisdom of, of the universe. Yeah. Yeah? You've got a filter there. And, and my chakra is affecting the sound of this bowl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, it feels better already. How dull it was to start with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just by, because you have a strong intention mm -hmm. to experience all of life yep. and the better things in life, as soon as I mentioned that it was blocked, you yeah. went, oh, I don't want that to yeah. yourself, right? <laughs> 
and you started unblocking it and now this is just a tool that helps you free that up. I see. So there's crown chakra, heart chakra? Yeah, there's seven main chakras. Okay. Yeah, so crown, third eye. Yeah. Throat. Okay. Heart, solar plexus, sacral, and our root chakra. Our red? Root, root chakra. chakra. And root. it is, it's red and black. Okay. You know, they associate a color with each chakra. Okay. Yeah. And so um, we're talking about guides. Well, these are my guides. That oh, are with me all. all the time, yeah. Okay. So, um, this person here, um, he was a healer in Germany and died in 1959. Yeah. And so, I'm really connected to him. Okay. And, the, and his energy helps me through the healing sessions for okay. people. Yeah. And this is one of my spirit guides that somebody drew for me. Okay. Yeah. Her name is, um, she, she's the goddess of knowledge. Okay. And this is a painting that I felt really connected to. And yeah. the, this lady does spirit guide drawings, etc. So this is... Is that the earth above her head? Yeah. Yeah? So, okay. So she's the goddess of karmic healing. Of... Clears karmic healing. Karmic healing. Yeah. True. Okay. So which is really beneficial for the people on my table. And that's why I've got them here and here. And then my massage table is here, right? Okay. So they help me. And so um, this is Dr. Masui. He is the founder of Reiki. Oh, okay, the founder yeah. of Reiki. Yeah. yeah. And this is a light, light language painting. Yeah. So these are light language symbols and stuff in here. Okay. And um, this is David. He's my druid guide. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and so these. So their energy um, is alive in me, yep. and it infuses the energy of the healing. And when you you made those choices, when you saw these pictures or these people, you you felt their energy connect to yours or or yes. enhance you in some it, way. It enhances, yeah. yeah. Like um, you know, somebody drew David. Sharon drew David for me in two thousand and sixteen. You know, sometimes when you have your spirit guides drawn, you're not really to, ready to connect to mm -hmm. the energy that they are until you can evolve more, yeah. expand your consciousness, shift more from a 3D to a 5D experience. Yeah. But some people have their guides drawn and they go, oh, that doesn't resonate with me at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. because part of them doesn't resonate with themselves. They're not fully in alignment. Okay. Yeah. So as we move more into alignment, we have more connection yeah. to our spirit guides. Okay. Hmm. All right. And um, how does how do the stones to sorry to hmm. go off on another tangent, but how do the stones connect or relate to the seeing bowls, the oracle cards, yeah. and your service as a whole? Okay. So all of the crystals, um, they have an energy. Yeah. Yeah, and a frequency. Yep. Yeah. So if I put this in your energy field now, your energy field has changed in some mm -hmm. way. Yeah? Yep. Be because of the, the... Because you're now holding that in your hand. Yeah, 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 so it's now part of me. That's right. Yep, Yeah. I see. And so all of these crystals have energies and, you know, they come from different countries. Mm -hmm. And each crystal has a different, mm -hmm. like it changes energy in a different way. 
Well, they're made from all sorts of different molecules, right? Yeah. And every molecule, every particle has an energy about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, so depending upon what comes to make rose quartz, this is actually a lavender quartz, you know, all of those particles that have come together to make this solid form yep. has a, um, a beautiful healing energy with it, specifically the rose quartz. It's all about your heart chakra as well, mm -hmm. right? And there's been lots of research over hundreds of, well, hundreds of years now, you go back to ancient times, if somebody was um, sick, they would have a particular stone that they would put on their belly, mm -hmm. yeah, if they had stomach upsets, yeah, yeah, and they used to use herbs a lot as well, you know, the plants in the bush, yep. yeah, so it's all the, uh, everything has energy, and as you put that in your mouth, that's the same with food and with drink. It has an energy, it becomes part of us. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of energy do you want in your body? Do you want okay. nice clean energy? Oh, yeah, do yeah, you want I to sweeten so. up? Do you want to, you know, if you're feeling a little bit tired, a little bit down, you'd probably go to sweet things. That's you going, hang on, I need to sweeten up a little bit. But we actually go to the food. So you can allocate in a similar way, different stones will, exactly. will change people's energies. Exactly, each crystal. Different... And you know, the crystals come in the same colors that we've assigned to chakras as well. So generally speaking, you know, the heart, is, um, the heart chakra color is green. Okay. So pink and green are the crystals that you use if you're dealing with grief, with um, uh, breakup in a relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, trauma in your life. Okay. Yeah, so uh, green and, and pink crystals are the way to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why does pink uh, um, associate with green? So pink and green are the healing colors. Okay. Yeah, well known throughout the universe. Yeah. They're the chosen, usually. And, and, and obviously, with all the research over the years, they've identified that the, the crystals that are green and pink are the ones that affect our heart chakra the most. Okay. Yeah? Our okay. feeling center, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So then there's a direct connection or like similar yeah. um, similar relation between the stones and the, and the singing balls. Yes. Yeah, so well, they are stone, they're crystal balls. They're right? crystal, yeah. yeah they're ground okay. up crystal and then they've been molded that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And they're tuned to your chakras, right? Which stone is that? This one is called chiastolite and it's they have a cross in them. Mm. All of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Every stone you can see at the other end. Can yeah. I? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. There's a cross in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. so there's been many books written about the crystals and their energies and what yep. they're used for. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if your listeners are interested, there's lots of books out there. Judy Hall is one of the, yep. you know, prominent um, authors. Judy Hall, what? what? Hall, H-A-L-L. -L. Oh, she's, yeah. she's got multiple books? Oh, absolutely, yeah. She's okay. got a book called The Crystal Bible. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'll link yeah. that in the description. Okay. Yeah. Um, the and she, she writes many other ones, but the Crystal Bible is the one that you'd recommend? Uh, yes, so she's really into crystals, you know, okay. like, uh, it's interesting to see a lot of young children are into crystals because they're crystal kids, you know, that's sort of the, 
the timeline that we're in. Yeah. Um, and parents are dragging their children across the, you know, we're not going in there, but yeah. the kids go, oh, I want to go to the crystals, right? Oh, true. Yeah, They're drawn so towards them. really, really drawn yeah. to it. But you know yourself, some things you are, you have an affinity for, and other things you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I, I really, I've always liked, loved the amethyst stone, just because purple is one of my favorite colors. Mm. I don't know if it means anything deeper than that. I just like the color purple. And I recently bought one, um, mm an amethyst which was um, weaved with a green and brown uh, necklace right. like a rope and my two favorite colors is green and purple um, and also it's the colors that I've chosen for my YouTube channel and the podcast was green and purple so I just thought okay this is meant to be I'm gonna take it just because I liked it um, but then I lost it on the beach ah. so do you think energy wise does is that is that a sign okay. So when we lose crystals, or mm -hmm. if we drop it and it breaks, it usually means that we don't need the energy of that anymore. Really? Yeah. It's True. the universe's way of going, okay. For you, it might have been about holding on to things and about loss. Yeah. And now I've just got to realize that Isn't if I lose something, it's material and I shouldn't worry about it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And you bless it, and you bless the person mm -hmm. or where it ends up, right? Yeah, well, it, yeah. somebody will find it. It was on the beach, so... That's yes. right. And how happy are they going to be when they find it? That's a very good point. I yeah. never thought of it that way. Yeah. So, you don't think it means maybe that I'm too unorganized? Then I should, <laughs> I should pick up my stuff before I leave the beach. <laughs> you choose. What would you like to believe? Uh, I think the, the former, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? But, um, but yeah, maybe I need to just go with the, the flow of prosperity and not worry about things like that as mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you see it as a gift. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, it attracted you in the first place and you bought a gift for yourself. Yeah. And now you've left this gift for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Um, and so the purple, are you a very visual person? If you were yeah. to describe yourself, would you be a visual person? What do you mean visual? Uh, you see life in stories, you see them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. So purple is all about your third eye chakra. Oh, right? okay. And your quest to travel the world. Yeah, I've always. It's like viewing the world, right? Yeah. So that's why the purple is so prominent for you. Oh, I see. It's not yeah. just because I like purple. But that's why you do like purple, oh, okay. right? Because True. it's all about the view. It's all about. Yep. Yeah. Understood. Uh, do, do you think this is. Um, related at all to Taoism. You know, Taoism talks a lot about energies and feng shui, for example, mm -hmm. is all about energy. They build buildings in a specific way to, so that energy can pass through the building and so on. Yeah. Like it's... Um, it's all related, right? Yeah. It is all related. Um, your field of expertise might be feng shui. The next person's, you know, what they're really on about is, you know, the architectural design, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then you combine the two together. Yeah. You see, if we can combine all of these things, yeah, you, rather than going, oh, that, that's the way. And everything else is wrong. That's right. Yeah, which everybody does. Unfortunately, right? Yeah. But just imagine if we all got, oh, there's a bit of that, and I'll take a bit of this and a bit of that, you get all this magic happening. That's what music is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. combining things from, from yeah. This note with that note, mm -hmm. yeah? So Feng Shui is one note. Yeah. Modernism is another note. Mm -hmm. Ah, let's put them both together. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I've heard about the, you speak about um, architecture. Um, what's that? The modern architecture? Modern is, yeah. Um, Modernism, it's, it's sort of like minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I, I saw somebody explain that to me recently. Like, they're like, I don't know, it was um, almost like a, a circle around a human body in different lines to, and they could mm -hmm. do readings with that or something. So um, it's the Fibonacci spiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything that naturally uh, mm -hmm. falls within will okay. be in harmony. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you don't provide that as a service? Well, that's what the energy does. It brings it all back into harmony. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah but so I, you know, do it in different why ways. talk about the concept when you can actually experience it and you don't have to be worried about all of these things in your mind. You go, oh, okay, I'm just getting back into alignment. I'm bringing myself back into energetic harmony. Okay. Yeah. Do you need to know all those concepts and everything? Oh, no, I don't. No. <laughs> and I don't either, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people say to me, that language, where does it come from? Is it Arcturian or is it, you know, Pleiadian or is it, mm. you know, like... It's just coming it comes, through you. It comes directly from the from the universe, all that yeah. is, right? Okay. Why limit myself? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why put a label on it? Mm. You know, like once I mean, you, you put a label on it, it, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's not definitive, mm. like this is right, everyone else is wrong. Yeah. I've always, like, I, I don't know, been less less understanding of that. You know what I mean? They can't, it, for me, it, it's, it's hard to believe that one belief system is the right one when there's four and a half other, that, four, four thousand other ones, maybe even more. That's right. That are also saying that they're the mm. right one, like, and that are just as old, if not older. Maybe it came around about the same amount of the mm. same amount of time. So it's it's refreshing to hear your opinion being no. so open and like not saying anyone is wrong. No, I like, like seriously, one once we label something mm -hmm. and um, have a preference for it, we exclude all other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. When you exclude all other, wow, look at all of that opportunity mm -hmm. that you've just said no thanks to. Yeah. All that learning, all of that experiencing yeah. as soon as we go oh no there's only this way mm -hmm. it's like you know you've got a mountain and there's only one way up the mountain yeah when there's many other ways potentially well we know that there's more than one way up a mountain right yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah very good point yeah i like that so um uh this shop when did you decide when did you how how long ago did you open up the shop yeah. Not very long, actually. Yeah. Um, so it's always been in the back of my mind to provide a service and, and have a shop that's a community. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm creating this as a community. And so that's, that's the purpose of the shop? The purpose of it, yeah. It's not for any, like, I mean, clearly it's a business. It's your livelihood as well, right? Sure. It is my livelihood. But if you're not creating community, if you're not creating relationships, if you're not being of service to other people, are people going to come to my shop? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to come to my shop. So anyway, I've always been... Um, my life has always been about contribution. Mm -hmm. My nursing, everything from then, you know, yeah. has all been about contributing. I don't think people need fixing, okay? People just need to experience different things and it's their choice what they want to experience. 
yeah. but I want you to be clear that it's your choice, mm -hmm. that you're, you've chosen to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. So walking in the front door is an experience some people get to enjoy. Yeah. They'll walk in and go, oh, no, not for me. Mm -hmm. Lots of people just walk past and so they don't get to experience yeah. this, right? Understood, yeah. And whatever it is, is absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. So, um, I love crystals, I love um, people, I like healing people, I want them to have the most joyful life that they can have. Mm -hmm. I want people to be free of suffering, free of pain, free of drama, free of chaos. And if what I do helps them, yep. excellent. It'll in turn right? help you. Well, it, it makes me feel great. Yeah. 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 And my only purpose here is to feel great. Yeah. Doing what I love to do. And so um, I've been doing expos, you know, packing everything up, going to a health and wellbeing expo or a psychic expo mm -hmm. for the last three years. And then at Christmas time, this is my local shopping center. I've lived in this community. I live less than a kilometer away. Yep. Um, and I've lived here 22 years. Yep. We're in um, Cannon Hill, what's the shopping centre called? Oh, this is Kmart Plaza at Kmart Cannon Plaza. Hill. Kmart Plaza, yeah. Yep, yeah. And I'm just on the borderline of the next suburb at Carina, yeah. right? So 900 metres up the road. And this shop's been vacant for a very, very long time. So I thought, yeah. you know what? This community needs some help right now. Yeah. As in, you know, somewhere different to go. You know, we, there's no crystal shops around. Yeah. Um, no energy healing around. Um, so... It was Christmas time, I thought I would do some market research and I did a pop-up stand just with the crystals mm -hmm. and a few things prior to Christmas. That went really well. This Christmas that just passed? Christmas that just passed. Oh, okay. And so I had lots of fabulous feedback from people and they said, oh, you know, it'd be great if we had a shop like this all the time. Yep. And so then I opened here on the 11th of February. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yes. so, it's, so it's recent. This is just the eighth week in. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, um, this, I don't think it'll happen in the immediate future, but hopefully, once I get some listeners, hopefully, this, this podcast can help you further. Oh, thanks, Neil. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, it's always such a great pleasure to, you know, talk with people who have similar interests or mm -hmm. have no interest, right? Yeah. Because then we can talk about what they believe and what yeah. I believe, and we share ideas, and mm -hmm. that's how we change ourselves and we change one another right yeah i think mm. i 100 agree in, in the past i've been i'm I mean, in the in the recent past i've been i'm way too i think um too opinionated uh -huh. on certain topics and that closes me to like it makes me more narrow-minded and less open to different points of view mm. of any kind so for me part of the reason for this podcast is to is to not be is, is to try and learn as much as possible from my guests, you, yourself and many included, without saying, no, that's wrong, mm. what I believe is right. So for, for me, be, like I would like to, in the, at least in the immediate future, state my opinion as little as possible. Obviously, it's going to come out because it's mm. a natural conversation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the time I've realized when I've had conversations with people, the more I the more I say, you're different because you're open to different opinions. But a lot of people, if I state my opinion and it contradicts with theirs, they shut off a bit more. Mm. And they want to tell me less because they think I'm going to judge them. 
because they, they've now come to a conclusion that I believe something different to them, so they don't want to share as much with me. So I've realized that it's probably to my benefit if I say a little bit less of what I think, like my hard opinion, and just open my mind a bit, and that way I can get more out of people. So. Exactly, but not just out of people while you're doing your podcast, out of people generally, right? Yeah. You'll get more out of life because you've got this different perspective and you're open to new perspectives. That's a very good point, yeah. You know, like, cause seriously, that's what it's all about. And I'm excited for you. I'm not sure how old you are, but, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know you're know, you learning this at a young age. Yeah. Like, in the big picture of life, you know, if you're going to live to 100, you know, like, seriously, you've got now got the next... 60, 70 years to yeah. go, oh, wow, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it will be a wow life then. It will be totally awesome. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Once I'm you realize, you, and you've realized that, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I realized it a while ago. It's just taking me, uh, just being scared of, you know, mm. what other people are going to think, which I've let go of that now. It's taken me a while to, to pursue it, but for sure. I think after a thousand conversations with a thousand different, completely, like, completely different people, mm. it'll be. Um, I'll have a complete different understanding of the world. That's exactly right. And the thing is, you're having conversations every day. How many conversations are you having a day? It doesn't take long to have a thousand conversations. Yes, it yeah. takes a while to record a thousand conversations. Yeah, that's true. But every conversation is a golden opportunity to so, learn something else mm. about that person, learn something about life. Yeah. Yeah, to, to be empathetic, to be compassionate, to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to laugh, to, to feel, yeah. you know. It's like, that's what the experience is all about. That's what we're here for. Yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, I feel my only concern sometimes is my ability to retain all that information from different conversations I've had. Do you think that's a problem? Or do you think... Let's go back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah. I clear my mind of mm -hmm. all the earthly conversations I've ever had and I connect totally to spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In that conversation with a person, or yeah. Okay. All of this is just guided conversation. Yeah. Because I set the intention prior to starting our conversation mm -hmm. is that only the truth will be spoken. Okay. So what if you never had to know anything, and you could always tap into? the wisdom that you needed in that moment. That would, yeah, that sounds amazing. Is that what Buddha did? From I don't know too much about Buddha, but from what I've heard, that's what he did, yes. Yeah. It's what a lot of the yogis did as well, apparently. That's right. All of the ascended masters, it's exactly what they did. Mm. So this is the path that you're on, right? Yeah. To be free of all of the concepts and the labels and mm -hmm. the judgments and the opinions and being open to all that is. Yeah. Can you feel that in your body when I speak to you like that? I can't say definitively. I'm not sure if I'm not open to it enough, maybe. Okay, so um, I would say that you, it's not that you're not open to it. What I would say is that you're not used to feeling how your body feels. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do you wake up in the morning and go, oh, I'm going to decide to feel joyful. And then you wake up your body feeling joyful. Not enough. 
not enough, but I've, I've talked about it and I've planned that, but no, I haven't. I often, when I was working out in the country on a farm, I was waking up like that because mm. I was disconnected from, from the modern world a lot. I mean, there were modern things there, obviously, yeah. but yeah, I would wake up like that, yeah. go for a run, um, being like completely alone. That's when I would have that feeling, but yeah, not, mm. not when I'm in the city. So what if you could create that in the city for yourself every day? Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, well, that's the path to your spiritual journey, your path to enlightenment. Yeah. Because when you can be that all the time, no matter what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Buddha said that that is the source of all. Yeah. Yeah, because you're totally connected to you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know anything. There's so much freedom, right? Yeah. See, I didn't, don't, and this is probably the reason I don't do tarot, yeah. because there's a lot of um, prescribed stuff about in, each card. In tarot cards? Yes. Okay. Or what they all mean. Yep. You see, I find that limiting. Yeah. Well, but the, that's just me. Yeah. Whereas I can connect to whoever I want to, whenever I want, and you can do the same thing. Everybody can. Yeah. 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 I like mm. that. I'm um, sorry. Could you just straighten that towards your mouth a bit more? Sorry. That's okay. Um, what do you think? I use my hands a lot, obviously. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> what do you think about um, uh, what you call it? Star signs. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemini. Apparently, I'm an Aquarius and. So as far as I understand it, that's the position of the stars when I was born and somehow that affects mm. my, my traits or my personality or my behavior. Absolutely. Do you think, um, do you subscribe to that belief at all? Um, there are all these, um, I do. Well, you know what full moon does every, year, every month? The tides, yeah, yeah, yeah for are sure. associated with the moon cycles, yeah, and so we, and we are so about eighty percent water. So mm-hmm. if we're affected by the stars, the positioning of the stars and the moons and the other planets, etc., do you not think that your life then is also influenced by it? And so that everybody who's born at that same time of the year will have similar traits and bits and pieces because of the gravity or the the energy pulling from that planet being a certain distance from the Earth at the time of birth. That's right. Okay. Like everybody's born on the same day as you will have similar traits. Yeah. Because they are all... The experience of their life mm-hmm. was realized in that moment of birth. Okay. Yeah. So, so don't you think that those planets will keep on affecting me as I keep living past that point of birth? Absolutely. But th- that that's the maybe the anchor if you want to oh, okay. try and, yeah. Okay. So that's your anchor. My anchor is in Sagittarius, right? Yep. And at different times of the year, Sagittarius is affected just like the seasons are, Yeah. you know? Like we all have seasons of our life and we have the, the cycle of each season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understood. It keeps coming round, and so okay, we're all affected the same way. Yeah. Like you grow a seed, we're just talking about farming. You mm-hmm. know, the farmer knows the seasons really, really well. 
Mm. Yeah, does he associated with a um, star sign? No, not necessarily, but it's it's a principle of the way the energy is when different things are aligned, how that all works, right? Yeah. So it's the principle that everybody born on between here and here because of the positioning of the planets and the stars, etc. This is a bit what their personality will be like. Okay. Yeah, because that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know when the zodiac signs were first, you know, penned mm -hmm. and then conversed often enough for it to become a belief. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I really do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because cool. it's the universe, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it affects positioned. energy the same way as everything else affects energy That's as well. That's right, yeah. With the farmer, the, they don't plant all their crops in winter, do they? No, no, no but different crops, different seasons. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so then each of the plantings, they don't look the same. They have mm -hmm. different properties. Yep. Just the same with people and yep. animals and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, so how can the audience contact you if they would like to? Ah, <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, so you can find me on my Facebook page, which is helenbickle.com. Yeah. Um, that's not my Facebook page, that's my website. So yeah. my Facebook page, Energy Healing with Helen. Yeah. Uh, or here at the shop is Unique Gifts. Unique Gifts, okay. Yeah. And people can um, uh, have energy healing sessions Oh, like over Zoom? Exactly, Skype. you don't need to be you know, here in this location okay. um, because energy is energy. And yep. when my intention, I can connect to your energy, uh -huh. um, it can be anywhere in the world. I do them all around the world. Yep. And um, every month actually, I do a free um, healing session that goes for about half an hour on the fourth Monday of every month. So yep. anywhere, anybody in the world can log on to that and it's in my um, video section of my Facebook page. Okay. You can listen to it anytime you like. So many people listen to it. They've had a hard day at work. You know, mm -hmm. they listen to that at night and they wake up feeling really refreshed and revitalized in the morning. Yeah, so that's just part of the stuff that I do as well for community service, right? So Every month is a new one. Yeah. Do you plan to keep growing? So yeah, I'll link all the places where to contact you in the description so people Great. can connect to that. Um, and yeah, I'll get those details with you afterwards. Do you, do you think um, like, do you have any plan to expand this more than the shop? Absolutely, yeah. So my real dream is to have energy centres all around the world. Yeah. Um, and that's a project I've got, I've called Healing Humanity Project. Okay. And so as I, um, as the energies of this grow, I'll possibly even, you know, do another shop somewhere else. Um, but more so for me, it's about bringing other healers together okay. so that we can provide, you know, massive service to humanity rather than going down the traditional route of taking a pill because you've got a symptom. <laughs> See, it's got nothing to do with the symptom or what caused the symptom in the first place. It's the stuck energy. So let's relieve all of that so that we can actually heal humanity. Uh, and be free of pain and suffering. Don't you think you're kind of swimming upstream there when you're going against big pharmaceutical companies? That I've been swimming upstream since <laughs> 1991. <laughs> that's when I left the traditional health system. And oh yeah, that's right, you were a nurse, so you were, you were yeah. pumping people with these, these money-making drugs. Yeah, so 1991 I left the hospital system and I started my own home care service. 
Okay. And I did that for 14 years where I could take care of people in their own homes. With alternative medicine. So on that topic, um, I, this is, I've got a strong opinion about this, but I'm trying to... <laughs> That's good. Trying to I love strong it. opinions. Yeah. But um, like they are powerful, so I don't want to say too much. Yeah, they're very <laughs> powerful, yeah. But um, what do you think about a lot of these drugs? Specifically, what do you think about antidepressants? Because I've got a few friends who, who, um, who have gone to this, um, quite a few actually, because obviously doctors push it constantly, um, and it's it's, but and I disagree with it. I'm like I used used to be a personal trainer, and I've got a lot of friends who also focus on health and well-being, mm -hmm. and so on. And I personally see more benefit with myself, and a lot of other people when you just mm -hmm. focus on exercising, getting more sun, like being barefoot. I'm really obsessed with being barefoot, drinking lots of water. Mm. I see that as a much better solution than taking a pill, mm. um, especially an antidepressant. So what's your, mm. I probably should have skipped all that and just said that. No, 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 it's great yeah. to understand, you know, where, where you sit with that. And I think it's really fabulous that you take, you do all the actions, right? Yeah. That will be, move you towards um, feeling better. Yeah. But feeling sad, feeling, hopeless, mm -hmm. feeling anxious, they're just all feelings. Yeah, understood, yeah. Yeah, it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. And you can either reside in that feeling and think it's no good, not understanding that you can move out of that feeling anytime you choose, deliberately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? And so, it's just a feeling. But do you think something? We're making it into something, right? Because yeah. everybody should be happy all the time. Well, no, life's not like that. And we're here to experience a whole range of emotions, yeah. a whole range of feelings in our body. Yeah. So, why, my question would be, why do, what's making them so unhappy? What's making them so hopeless, feel so hopeless? Um. Yeah, that's that's a question I have as well. I'm just gonna, this is yeah. a very important topic to me. I'm just mm. going to make sure it's on record. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what, what. Like, do you have the answer to that question? What is making them feel unhappy or hopeless? Like, don't don't you think it's a range of reasons? You see, they don't feel as though they can change it themselves. Yes. That feeling, right? They can't get out of it. So they're going to take something to try and dull those sensations so they can experience life a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But by dulling but your sensations, you're experiencing life less. That's exactly right. But you may not be feeling quite so much suffering, right? Yeah. But then you're not living life either. Yeah. So it's all just a band-aid. Yeah. So I really think you need to delve a little bit deeper and go, oh, hang on, why mm -hmm. are you choosing to sit in suffering? Yeah. Why are you choosing to feel anxious all the time? They yeah. don't realize that they're creating it for themselves. Yeah. So the first thing is personal responsibility, mm -hmm. understanding how they got to be that way in the first place. What are they thinking about all the time? Would they like to let those thoughts go? Yeah. yeah? What is it that they want for their life? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what if, they, <laughs> what if they're in the rut where they, because this is a big, I think it's like, this is a pandemic that people don't talk about really is this mental health pandemic like more and more people are depressed in their house all the time locking themselves mm. away in dark rooms mm. all the time either taking some sort of recreational drug constantly or they're just 
or a scripted drug or prescripted to dull their one. senses. Yeah, yeah? right. Mm -hmm. Because that's yeah. Um, I feel like a medical doctor doesn't always know what to do in that situation. The first thing they do is just oh, mm. take this antidepressant. It'll help. And and I've I've heard this a lot. A lot of people truly believe that there's a chemical imbalance in their brain, mm -hmm. and that they're wired or chemically mm -hmm. destined to be depressed and that there's no <laughs> other option. You see, that's you talking yourself into something, right? Yeah. And then making it okay. And then you've got a reason why you can be down all the time and be miserable and, you know, not be the life of the party. Do you think that becomes people's identity where they want to be depressed? I don't think that they deliberately want to be that way at all, you know. What I believe is that they don't realise that they're creating that experience for themselves by the thoughts they're thinking, by the actions that they're taking. And they don't realise how quickly and effortlessly it can be changed. They only have to come and lay on the bed and I just move their energy around. Mm -hmm. True. Absolutely. I had a lady, um, so when I was doing the expos and things, okay. I would quite often do a half hour free group meditation at those events. So people would just come sit in a chair, I'd have a few crystals, I'd have my crystal bowls and I'd have, you know, the source of everything, you know, flowing through me. This woman um, has had anxiety and depression for 40 years mm -hmm. and anger associated with it, especially with her children getting ready for school and doing all of those things. Yep. She closed her eyes, followed the instruction. 30 minutes later, a week later, two weeks later, I get a message from her saying, oh my God, you've cured my anxiety and depression and my anger that I've had for 40 years. My kids can't believe that I'm the same woman. Yeah. You see, every healing session starts with an intention, your intention. See, I believe that you can heal your own body yeah. and I'm just helping you move that around. I'm actually speaking your language mm -hmm. back to you for um, an intensified effect of it all so that the healing can happen quickly for you. Yeah. Yeah? So, That's as hard as it is. Mm -hmm. Life is not difficult. Life is not hard. Life is being aware and recognising that we're here to experience many different things. Yep. And we can choose deliberately or unconsciously what we get to experience. And the people I believe that are suffering anxiety and depression at the moment don't realise that they can do something different, that they have a choice to move away from those thoughts, move away from that suffering. Yep. And that they can very quickly and easily and deliberately create what they prefer for their life without medication, without, you know, all sorts of um, other aids. I, it's yeah. lots of it. I used to be a mental health support worker. Mm. Um, before that, a dis disability support worker, not for very long, but uh, like probably a total of four years. But as a mental health support worker, a few of my clients um, were mandated to go to the hospital and get an ejection mm -hmm. once a month mm -hmm. um, because they were deemed or diagnosed psychotic mm -hmm. by somebody like who said they were psychotic and then the medical professional professional diagnosed them and I actually went to a panel once with my client where there was a panel of three people that asked him a few questions and he specifically told me on multiple occasions that he didn't like how the drug made him feel mm -hmm. but now this panel just talked to him a bit diagnosed him psychotic so he has to keep taking this drug 
and like not only him like it, it really disturbed me that okay. whole experience and then many more clients melatonin to go to sleep serotonin to wake up like all these are other drugs like it pretty much for me it seems like they're making their pituitary gland just sit there as a useless um, not not needed to produce hormones anymore and we'll just pump all these things into you yeah. like do you think there's a way out of that See, some people do need the medication. Yeah. Yeah? To either get them out of where they are into a more uh, effective state. Yeah. Um, uh, where you can introduce other mechanisms, other um, exercises and ways of being. Mm -hmm. You can't have a conversation with somebody when they're psychotic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you sometimes have to use medication to get. There are chemical and hormone imbalances in our bodies. You know, once you can, we had to put them in the heart, stabilize that. Yeah. Well, then the person can see for themselves that there's another opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're just psychotic all the time, there's no way that you can even think that there's any other way that your life can go. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's the window that they need to experience to go, ah, I remember what life used to be like. Okay. Yeah? So you're saying so there is a place for it? There is a place for it. But that shouldn't be the go-to for everybody who walks into the doctor's surgery and says, I'm not feeling so great today, doc. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Oh, there's the, oh, gee, you've got so much on your plate. Let me just write you a script. <laughs> Which yeah? is often the case. Well, I don't really know, right? Yeah. But that's my assumption, and I am assuming things here. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure that they have, you know, all these medical doctors have a lot of experience, you know, and really they have a commitment to have other people feel their patients to feel better. Yeah. Because if they're making them feel better, they feel at least they've done something productive for the day. Yeah. Yeah, but a script doesn't always mean feel better, and it's certainly not always a solution to yeah. the problem. Yeah. See, I still think it's a band-aid yeah. when it's an ongoing thing and we haven't addressed the underlying issue. Yeah, just the addressing the Yeah, the underlying issue is a personal responsibility thing, as in they don't understand that they can choose the thoughts that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Because when yeah. you can choose for yourself what thought you have, Mm -hmm. You can banish all of the hopelessness, the loneliness, the frustration, the annoyance, the going over old stories. You go, oh, that's so far. You know, that's the past. Yeah. I'm here right now. I've only got this moment, right? Mm -hmm. Why muddy it up with the story from six months or six years or 60 years ago? Yeah. That wasn't a pleasant experience. Why do you want to bring that back into your life and experience it all again today? Yeah. You know, like that's pretty silly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's living in the past. That's yeah, but it's yeah. it's just recalling a story from the past. Why even do that? Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. if you're if you truly want to be peaceful and calm and happy, and be in harmony and be authentic with yourself, it's to feel love and joy as often as we can during the day, and when we're not feeling that. It's usually because of the thoughts we've had, all the opinions and judgments that we've had about other people or what's going on in the world, right? Yeah. So it's an opportunity to release our judgments and opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And if everybody did that, there'd be peace in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Well, which, 
I don't know if everybody can do that once. Do you think it's possible for nine billion people to coordinate? You've heard of critical mass, haven't you? No, I haven't. And energy. So, kotome ali ato kotome tere ali mi ololomi ati ololomi tiri akotolomi taha. So, if there are thirty people at a table, yeah, and three of them aren't very happy, yeah, do you think by the end of the day? When 27 people, we've spent an hour together. Do you think those three people would be feeling a little bit happier by the time you finish that? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So this is critical mass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you've got more of something, it doesn't mean to say you have to have everybody. And mm -hmm. we're never all going to be operating at. Have you seen that little barometer? That um, the frequency of love, the frequency of fear, the frequency of hate. No, I haven't. No. I can forward that on to you if you oh, like. Oh, I'd yeah. love to. Yeah. And so when you've got a whole heap of, and you know, whole continents, uh, countries, they vibrate at a level based on the energy of the people. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I, we're vibrating at this level. Somebody else joins the party and then our vibration just changes a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that happens globally. Okay. So in every country, every little town has its own sort of vibration. I'm sure that you've gone to a country town, you go, Oh wow, it feels a bit weird here. Yeah. You know, or it feels, you and know, others, they're stuck. Yeah. And then you go to another one and it's like, wow, this is yeah. like light and breezy and it's so much fun here, right? So you believe it's the people's energy that are affecting that area? As well as the mountains and oh, okay, the, the fertilizers that they've used and all sorts of things, yeah. right? One second. So so then the fertilizers, so you think as well the um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, they're not natural, are they? <laughs> no, not at all. That's one no. thing I learned on the farms. Mm. It's um, it's oh, it's horrible. Mm. Like, what farms did you work on? Where, worked what? on cotton farms. Okay. I won't mention the company, but no. um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just for a few months, I was stuck in New South Wales because I couldn't come to Queensland unless mm. I was double vaccinated. Oh, actually, at, at that point, it was completely border shut down. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, mm. I'm. I had to, the first week on the job, I was spraying chemicals constantly. So I was just in a little buggy with a big tank yeah. on the back and just spraying. And it was, like, I'm personally a very, very, I hate killing insects. Like, if I see a spider in my house, I, I catch it and get it out. You know what I mean? I don't, where I can, I try not to. I mean, I have slapped a mosquito time to time, which yep. I don't love, but I mean, uh, no, I'm, I was for a week, I've never killed so many insects in my life, just spraying weeds around the farms. And as I was spraying, I would just see all these insects and things flee. And I understand farms monocropping, they, they're very adamant on getting rid of everything. But that's just one chemical. I think we were using, oh, I forgot the chemical I was using. Uh, and we don't need to know, really. Gly glyphosate yeah. was the main one in that, glyphosate, and mm. mixed with another one. Um, that was the main chemical I was using, but that was one, I mean, two of 10 different chemicals that they use. They're neurotoxic and carcinogenic. Oh. Yeah, whatever they are, they come, well, actually, glyphosate is, is natural, but it's made from phosphate in the ground. But it, it, the way it kills plants, it definitely shouldn't be on other plants. <laughs> and after that, like, not the glyphosate, they'll actually spray on the crop as it's growing as well but the crop is genetically modified not to die from that particular poison um, like I, I want I wanted to make a whole video specifically on that because the amount of chemicals that they made is, is insane and the amount of money they spend on the chemicals it goes in the billions of dollars mm -hmm. like crazy yeah. amounts of money 
and it's made me very interested in regenerative farming and I will make some videos and do some podcasts mm. on regenerative farming in different ways we can approach this but it's a big problem that mm. that has come because it's such a high population companies are only focused on profit they're not focused on making mm. enough they're focused on making too much so they can mm. profit as much as possible it, it, raised a whole bunch of questions but mm. yeah, I don't even know how we got on this topic of chemicals but it's something I'm very passionate about and it killed me to be one that was spraying the chemicals myself uh, okay. but I was working for them it's not like I'm gonna go against this massive company and so. no but how cool for you to recognize that that's not all not authentic for oh. you right oh yeah yeah and that you can't do it so like that's a big learning lesson you go oh, okay I won't be doing that anymore right mm. We had the kutotumad, but we do need cotton. We need, you know, other things. Are they doing it the, the most environmentally friendly way? And is it possible? Because for them, like, oh, well, the company doesn't care about that. They just care about how much they're going to produce. Yes. <laughs> like, even if it is possible, I don't know if they mm. want to focus on it. That's not even mentioning how much land is constantly cleared. Yeah. Right. And yeah, they leave patches of wild land in between the land. But so you'll see the koalas walking from one patch of wild land to another patch of wild land or the echidnas. But one block is like 300 hectares. One, and there might be three or four blocks of hmm. like growing space in between two patches of wild That's land. That's exactly right. So their natural habitat is like being severely compromised. Yeah, now imagine an echidna yeah. walking, I'm talking like 15 kilometers from one block of wild land They've to another They've only got block. little legs, right? Exactly. I've seen one walking. I took a video of Aren't it. Aren't they the cutest things? Yeah, they yeah, are, yeah. but they, they're so fragile in an open environment. Yeah. There's foxes, there's all types mm. of other introduced species. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I don't see... Okay, so here's the thing. So when you trust the source of everything, mm -hmm. yeah, the creation of the universe, everything is, has to be in balance for it to, to exist, right? Yeah. So what if the concept was, all of that stuff's going on, but that actually balances something else that's going on over here, and that everything is always in divine balance and divine timing. Right? No matter how much we interfere with it? Absolutely, yeah. Because you're God's creature, I'm God's creature. What about that echidna? God's creature too. So that echidna got very creative, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to walk a crazy distance That's for sure. It. Yeah. Or maybe it, you know, you know, we can go back to the dinosaurs and all the rest of it if we want to, but things evolve, species evolve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To adapt to that different to environment. To adapt, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so what if you could let go of the angst that you have about that situation and go, mm. wow, I didn't realize all of this stuff was going on in the world. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to be mindful about what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And you leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying, <laughs> but there's a lot of angst, you're right. Yeah. And I need to let go of it. So you know that it's not good for you to carry all of this stress, this angst in your body, right? Yeah. Because that affects your blood pressure, it affects your liver, mm -hmm. affects your gallbladder, your digestion. Yeah. yeah. Dear, dear, you can go run, you can go, you know, box, you can go to the gym. Mm. 
and you know release that tension but yeah. it's still there right because yeah. you'll get angry about it again tomorrow yeah <laughs> Yeah? yeah. So this is goes feeds right into what I was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. We have to release it from our minds. We recognize that you're recreating this for you. And make why, an active choice yeah, to let it go. That's right. So why do you want to keep recreating this? Because there's an injustice there for the animals, right? The mm -hmm. insects, etc. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you had no control over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're coming from fear. Mm. True. But so, you don't think maybe... So every, every negative feeling is generated from fear. Yeah. Fear that you couldn't do anything about it. Fear for the population of insects. Fear for the impact that of, on the cotton, mm -hmm. on the chemicals that are on our skin and the clothes that we wear in the future. Yeah. You know, the, the fear about the families that live nearby. Yeah. You know, and all the chemicals in the air about the ozone, about all of those things. Mm. Yeah, They're exactly. all fear. Yeah. Don't you think that by talking about something like that, I could possibly have an impact on it? Yeah. Absolutely, you can have an impact yeah. on it. Yeah, providing the impact on you to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because maybe the powers that be that I'm talking against might try and, you know what I mean? That's exactly it. Yeah, I believe that. that that's happened, but also your own mental health. You know, yeah. if you're always fighting, what energy is in your body all the time? Mm. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, I get that. What, mm. oh, to add to that, um, not only the cotton, but most cotton farmers also grow winter crops, mm -hmm. wheat, barley, etc., mm. which they then sell as cattle feed or mm -hmm. livestock feed. And that, that, those plants are also genetically modified to not die from crazy amounts of chemicals to get mm -hmm. rid of the weeds. So that crop so is being fed to the animals, those animals are being fed to humans. So It's that, a bit of a vicious circle, isn't it? It is, yeah, mm. a vicious circle. But, um, but yeah, you're right, for sure. I, need to, I can't really have a direct impact on that, so there's no point being angry about it. You can have gratitude. Mm -hmm. for your own awareness for waking up to what actually goes on in big business right yeah and how we're feeding the population yeah, yeah. there's some benefits to it yeah. do the benefits outweigh the the impact i don't think so you don't think so mm. okay you'll have conversations about people help wake them up yeah, yeah? but getting angry about it doesn't help it's not helping your physical being mm -hmm. yeah it's not helping your mental state yeah. It might spur you on to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're creating disharmony mm -hmm. within you. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like rushing to get to an appointment. It's yeah. creating disharmony. Yeah. We have to learn to go with the flow. <laughs> but we can only do this as our awareness um, yeah. expands, you know, our consciousness. You can't, that's not like how a 12-year-old, it's not how a 20-year-old naturally lives. Yeah. You know, I think that years to come, 20-year-olds mm -hmm. will know what 60-year-olds know now. Yeah. How many older people do you know that go, gosh, I wish I knew this? Yeah. When I was in that 20-year-old body, right? Yeah. But it's just a process of experience. Yeah. Yeah? I get that. It's just experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So be open to experience everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I'll try and um, yeah, I'll try and apply that to my life. Actually, I think it'll make me feel better. Um, thank you for this. Do you did you have anything else that you would like to add that you feel like we didn't cover? Oh, I just want to talk about these little chimes. Yeah. So sure. we're talking very quickly earlier about um, vibration and sound. Yeah. So there's all these amazing chimes these days and all these other musical instruments as well, specifically for healing and wellness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so this one is tuned to FAD, F-A-G-A-D, and um, it helps yeah. just to settle your mind, to focus on something else, Yeah. and to release the energies that are blocking. Is there a specific reason why this is different to another type of chime? Yeah, most chimes, um, these are uh, tuned to the elements or tuned to your chakras. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas, and all chimes, um, you see everything um, evolves. Yep. So we used to have a couple tubes, mm -hmm. remember, and a little ball in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we would listen to that when the wind blows, right? Yeah. And that's oh, part of relaxation and you're listening and you're taking your mind off what it is that you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a, a meditation practice, really. Yep. Yeah, and this is just another one of them, right? Okay. Um, is that a is that just a brand name? Is that a hemp symbol? So this is a, a zephyr chime. Yeah. A zephyr. Yeah, and there's lots of different ones. Oh, there. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the brand zephyr. Zephyr is this particular brand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Mm. I appreciate that. Thank you for um, this conversation. You're very, very welcome, um, Neil. And I, I it hope has to been a wonderful conversation been, with yeah. you. I, I really um, have appreciated your opinions, your, your thoughts, you know, where they come from. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful to be able to give you a couple little um, tips on how to, you know, reduce your own stress, really. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Um, and I will, yeah, I look forward to having another conversation. Maybe the, the podcast will be a bit more professional in the future. And, um, <laughs> and you'll be a bit further along in your journey of the shop. Yeah. And later on, maybe we can have another, have another discussion, and um, we will both be different people. But um, it'll be, it'll okay. see how I've evolved as well. Okay. So we're all the most important thing is to be authentic always, right? Yeah. Have you been authentic today? I, I feel I have Have you been. shared your heart and your soul? Yes, I feel like I have. I feel as I've done the same thing. And so that's the best that we can do today. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll have different experiences by the next time we meet. We might go off on different tangents, but we'll both be authentic. We'll both come from our heart and soul. And um, it will feel different. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about different things, but it'll probably feel the same. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And yeah, it'll be really good. Actually, I'd love to have you on again. I really look forward yeah. to that, Neil. <laughs> thank you. And Cheers. thank you so much for having uh, me on. I greatly appreciate it. Cheers. Oh, yes. I didn't even mention the name of the podcast. It's Unbuckled Discussions. Ah. Yeah, I should have. Did I you get that? <laughs> Unbuckled Discussions. Yep. I should have introduced that at the beginning. <laughs> Unbuckled Discussions. Yeah. We'll do it all again sometime soon. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks so much, Neil. Thanks, thank Evan. you. Bye, everyone. Yeah, unbuckled, unbuckled discussion. Unbuckled discussions. This is unbuckled discussions. Unbuckled discussions. Unbuckled discussions. Unbuckled discussions. Welcome to unbuckled discussions.